WWTC. I am your host, Brent from Georgia, with my homie, Marode Dog, my buddy. We call each other once a week and discuss the current events and the topics, and we just decided to share it with you, my boy Lance. What's going on, Lance? Hey, it's maybe more than once a week, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Let let the people think that. Yeah, man, and, and we're just happy, happy, happy to it's bring you my brother to from it. another mother, man. My mama yeah. listened to that last podcast, and she was like, oh, yeah. Like, we don't even go there. Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we can fuss on live on the radio and everything. But listen, man, I'm excited about this episode. You know what we have today, man? We're starting off our our barbecue series, and, you know, it's getting close to the summertime. And we want to talk about this grilling, man, because, you know, that's one of my favorite things to do is get on that grill and let her rip and do my thing, man. I love grilling. I'm 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 a Cali boy, man. We grill 365. Yeah, man. So since this is our summer grill series, I wanted to bring someone special. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, the, the guest that we have for today is the, um, he is the star of Steel Drum Smokers Barbecue. He has his own catering business and he has his own YouTube channel and he is one of the few that you see. And the reason I chose him is because also we don't see as many people of color who are content creators in the world of barbecue. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me bring forward to you today my main man, Dash. What's up, Dash? Hey, yo! <laughs> How you doing this evening? Brent, Lance, what's bro. going on? It's nice to, nice to meet you guys formally and talk with you. So, uh, I, that, that introduction, man, you... What? I wasn't loving the energy, that. man. Loving the energy. Loving oh, the energy. Look, it, 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 it is what it is, brother. Look, look, yeah, look. Man. I just, this is this isn't my first rodeo. I I I do this. I asked Brent. He's been watching me. I do yeah, this. Yeah, man. This is what it is. Yes, but man, you know what? This is wrestling with the culture. I got to do one better. I got to do that again. Hold on, hold on, ladies and gentlemen. This match is designated for one fall. One fall. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And it's for the Barbecue World title coming to the ring from Baltimore, Maryland, by way of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Steel Drum Smoker, Dash. Hey, yo. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh right. man, this is that better. This is fun. That that works for me, man. <laughs> I won't say either way, but look, <laughs> hey, man. You, look, it it doesn't even matter what you call me, how you call me. Just don't call me late for dinner. That's it. That's all. Hey, that's 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 what that that's what that cue like is about. Like yo, yeah, man. Food at? Yeah. So so well, dash. Like, don't call me. Don't call me when it get cold. I want it fresh off Yeah. <laughs> Something to drink, something to eat. Oh, I'm I'm there. That's right. That's right, man. That's why we here, man. It's, we're talking about barbecue. We like we wouldn't have this if we weren't talking about eating, man. We love to eat some good barbecue around here, and we know that Memorial right. Day is coming up, and that's why we brought you on here. Hey, man, tell us a little bit about yourself, about how you got your start in barbecue. All right. Well, I mean, I've so first. For those people who don't know who I am, uh, again, my name is Dash, or I go by Dash on the internets, on the YouTubes, and uh, I run a small catering company uh, out of my home right now, um, and it's a, the name of the company is Still Drum Smokers Barbecue, and you can find me on YouTube or Instagram are the best places to find me. If you have questions or, or you know have some catering advice or business business questions, you can get that information from me there. I got my start by honestly, you know how some people call themselves pit masters or grill masters or, 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 or all of the above with the air quotes and all of that. I'm, I'm not any of those things. I'm just a, a big guy who likes to play with fire and cook. Um, so I consider myself an arsonist uh, who cooks. Uh, that that is that is like the running joke. And it, it was a thing of when I was a kid, I could my mom would allow me 
to play with charcoal and lighter fluid and fire. And it would be, I'd cook for my brother and I, my, my younger brother and I, some hot dogs or hamburgers on a little, you know, little square. I won't say it was a Walmart grill because I don't even know what it was, but it was like one of them green grills that everybody had and the two wheels on the back and the two, you know, two pale poles in the front. Everybody had one of those. Yeah. Grill. They turned they turned that into the egg, by the way. Yeah, they turned that into the egg. They selling that right now. Well, it wasn't it wasn't ceramic. It was it was metal, but still. I, but I, I used to back in the day, and I, I couldn't even tell you what brand of, of grill it was. But back in the day, that was my thing. I used to get out on the weekends and play with fire. And me playing with fire, it was like one of those. If I'm playing with fire, I kind of have to cook something to justify me starting the fire. And that's what really got me going. And then my aunt, who coincidentally lived right next door uh, to us growing up, she had a little, like a little Brinkman bullet smoker. And she used to smoke her chicken all the time in this little smoker. So that kind of got me involved with the smoking. And I didn't even put one and one together until I was older. And was like, wait a minute, my aunt used to do this back back in the day. And, you know, I would help her out and monitor her smoker while she was out doing whatever she was doing. But between lighting the fires and playing with fires, and then, like I said, coincidentally, my aunt had a little smoker. That's what got me started. And then when I got older and, and my wife and I moved out and, and we had our bought our house, it was like, well, I'm going to cook on the side of the house. I'm going to cook on a grill because, you know, that's what that's what men do. Men grill and all of those yeah. things like that. And it just, it just was a natural progression. So, I mean, you you figure like this. I've been cooking and grilling. I, I'm 40, right? I've been cooking yeah. and grilling probably for 30 years, right? Wow. No, no BS. Like I'm telling you, when I was a kid, maybe maybe 25 years. All right. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, though, like I said, I played with fire. And then when my aunt was smoking and doing a chicken, doing her thing, I would also help her. And then it was it, I'm not so tell me, so tell was, me this, yeah. So at what point do they start entrusting you with the holiday uh, barbecue? What point does the family start giving that responsibility to you? What age? So, you know, you know, what's funny. I can kind of say it'd be one of those things where you'd have to have a calamity with the person Mm -hmm. who's typically in charge Mm -hmm. in order for you to get. The, the torch passed to you. Usually it's an uncle. <laughs> oh man, it's just, look, I'm oh, always, yeah. uh, something has to happen. Yeah. And it's one of those things. So, it, it, yeah, you know, some something major has to happen, or or you do your own thing and you invite everybody to your house. And if they're at your house, then you get to cook by default. But for mm-hmm. the most part, like I can go to my in law's house and they all know, you know, you know, Dash is on a barbecue. That's, that's what he does. But if I'm at somebody else's house, oh, trust and believe, I'm sitting like this. I'm not. I'm not lifting a, a yeah, finger. You, uh, you ain't inviting yeah, me to but, come but, cook unless you know you ain't nah. try. You ain't try to do that. You nah. got to let me know in advance. Yeah, but but when it when it comes to my family, anybody because you know I have a very close knit family, so we're all in between like maybe six or seven block radius. Anything in my house, my uncle, my uncle Clint is on a on the grill, and you gonna have to fight him before you take over that grill. Like it's it's nah. going to be a fight, like nah. a real fight. Nah, nah. Nope. Like you can you can watch, you can listen, you can you can you he can be is the designated grill man for the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but but when it comes to yeah, seventeen forty two, yeah, that's it. <laughs> nah. you gotta go <laughs> like I said, I, if I'm going somebody's, if I'm going to somebody's place, like if I go to my in-laws' house or my 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 mother, father-in-law, even my sister-in-law, we well, they're the ones that, that will have the, the bigger parties and and cook out and, and things like that. I, I, you know, I'll offer a hand, but I'm not taking over yeah. the responsibilities. Yeah. And, and they ain't uh, gonna yeah. come make you take over. You invited me. You invited me to relax and enjoy. That's exactly yeah. it. I feel but, you that. know, I never, I, I, I almost. I almost never come empty-handed either. So I'm always bringing something that I cook, you know, maybe some ribs, some brisket, some pulled pork, depending on whose house I'm going to. Yeah, that's how they get you. They tell you to bring yep. bring over that pulled and pork. 
It's like, okay, yeah, well, I, I got some yeah. chicken, but since you got that big old smoker, because see, you you can and set that thing on there, and you can watch it all night. So they, most people don't have a big smoker. They like all that. want brisket. They almost brisket. always, that's what always want brisket. Yeah, when they call you, Honestly, that's what they calling you for. Honestly, y'all, I feel like we touched on a part of culture for black people. Like, yo, man, you gotta respect the house. You don't, you don't go and get yeah, on the money. Yeah, nope. you don't just go and hop scared. on. And that's a, that's a big thing for me. You is, gotta be asked on. You, know, you don't hop on. Yeah, <laughs> see, this, this is what WWTC is about, though. Like, we talk about the culture. Like, yo, don't don't take your ass to nobody's house getting on their grill. Like, this, no, we no, gonna no, tell no. you about the grilling. Don't don't do it though. You yeah. do it at your house. <laughs> and you wait. You wait. A man's woman. And even if it's a family member, it's just, it's just yeah. you know, it's, it's one of those unwritten rules. And that's that's another thing. Like honestly, in my family, I think next to my uncle Clint, the best griller is my mama. So hey, women can do this thing too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like There's I said, a lot of women can get out there. My yeah, uh, my sister-in-law definitely can can cook. And um, like I said, I will go, and I'm not going to take over. But I will offer, hey, you need me to wash this for you while you go and do X, Y, and Z. Or, like I said, my aunt growing up, she had that little that little smoker, and that was that was my first foray into using a smoker. But I'm I'm from Philadelphia, man. To me, barbecue barbecue is not what I do now. As a as a kid, what I knew what was barbecue barbecue was chicken in the oven <laughs> with some barbecue sauce on it. That was barbecue. Cause you were a city um, boy. Oh, yeah, through Pretty and much. through. Like yeah. uh, no, pretty much through and through. I, like, I, I actually, I actually love the name of. Yeah, I love the name of your, your your podcast and everything because that all I did was cook on steel drums. So oh, and and the, and the, the whole thing is, is the, the whole thing is I so and I'm I'm wearing steel and, drum smoking barbecue. So that is the name of my company because mm-hmm. I was I, I so. How I got into barbecue, I went to Texas and I had some brisket and I could not get the brisket in Baltimore where I lived. So I was like, well, they cooked it. I can figure out how to cook it. It took me seven years to, to, to get it right. OK. And the final piece to, to cooking the brisket the way or in a method that it was consistent every single time and it was good and it was edible and every single time was using a steel drum. I found some plans for somebody mm-hmm. to make a smoker out of a steel drum. And I, you know, I taught myself how to weld on that drum. I taught myself how to do some light fabrication. I made my first drum and I, I call it my number one drum for a reason. It was the first one. And I cooked on it. And once I cooked on it, that that was the final piece. That was the keystone. So I, I pay homage to how I got my start by using a steel drum and calling my company Steel Drum Smokers Barbecue. Even though I've outgrown the steel drums, for the most part, like now with the pandemic, and I'm not. That's the root much. of it all, baby. The root of it all is yeah, that yeah. steel drum, exactly that barrel. That's whether that barrel is turned horizontal, or yeah. whether you that barrel is vertical, and but you, you, know and you what, got it at the bottom. We all start. Everybody's first barbecue experience pretty much starts on that barrel. Well, there's a lot of folks that use those barrels. There's a lot of folks that use those barrels, and if you got to go ahead and cut the clip. Yeah, I would say you had 20 seconds left. Uh, but, nope, but hey, I'm man, it's okay, me. man. Look, we're coming up on the oh, break, we man. So much fun, it's man. cool. We, we have look, so much I, fun. Like but I said, we're on, I have, on the break, I have though. Zero we got a hard talking. break. We have a hard break, and then we'll be back just after this. <laughs> Stranger and his trusty grill stood ready for the fight. Other sauces against bullseye to see which tasted right. As the smoke rose off his grill, Hunt was laid to waste. Then Masterpiece and Hines dropped out against bullseye big bowl taste. Yeah, the stranger had won the day with a sauce that beat the rest. The big bowl taste of bullseye tastes the best. Try bullseye honey smoke and western grill with the smoky taste of outdoor grilling. Go. All right, and we are back. Um, I just realized before the break, I forgot to tell you how I got started in barbecue. So let me give you all a little bit of my history. What I what happened to me was I was actually, I've always been raised around barbecues. I got my uncle, my dad's brother is like was like the barbecue guy. Everybody 
around even ask him to come cook for them they sometimes they even pay him to say hey man come do the grill for us man and he was just that dude on that grill and my dad grilled too and uncle michi was uncle michi was notorious for his barbecue Ooh. so right. i always watched them but i never took part in it until i was dating this young lady and she wanted me to grill and I'm like, man, ain't no sense to me grilling and I got all these uncles that do it, man. They the greatest. I ain't got no reason to do it. But to be fair, we they she um she said, Okay, well if I buy this grill, you'll cook on it. And she bought one of those little at the time, Walmart had a brand called uh Backyard Grill. Okay. Isn't it always a young lady though? Like it's yeah, so man. yeah, they they'll make you do something. <laughs> yeah, they it's always them that makes you do something. So what happens is now they're not backyard grill, they're expert grill now, but it was that little 17 inch grill that you, you know, I call it the little hamburger grills that you yeah. grill those on. And I bought one and I started liking the grill. Eventually I bought a little, a bigger grill that had a little warming rack still in that family. And then they had this drum, like you say, one of the barrel grills for like a hundred dollars and that grill served me well. And now I've even matriculated to a off an offset smoker. It's kind okay. of like a like a Yoda, but eventually I over time, even though that relationship ended, my love for grilling never stopped. <laughs> and okay. I man, I've been doing it. It's a skill, it. man. It's it's, it's a it's, skill. It's, you know, you people learn. people always say my love for this and my love for that, and it's it's a skill, and it's one of those yeah. things where you have to hone. On that edge, and you got to keep cooking before you forget how to do something, or you, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you just have to keep keep you at it. In my you start with the hamburgers and the hot dogs, yeah, and then I'm you a, matriculate I'm a, I'm a to the chicken. I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer that once you start barbecuing, you always have that love. It's gonna, yeah. it's just there. You're there forever, and like, that's how you, know, you relax, man. That like really, yeah. that's my relaxation when I want to relax. And I've had a hard week. I look forward to that time. I sometimes I even season the food the night before, and I start cooking that day. And I just sit back and I just watch See, watch the smoke. I'm, I'm going to blow your I'm a I'm gonna blow your mind, and I'm gonna tell you. And I want you to remember this moment because both of you, if you get an all wood burning smoker, it changes it changes things because the dynamics of having to feed the fire. The smelling yes, of the smells of yes, the sir. wood that burns, and, and the, the smoke that use. comes off yes. of it, yes. yeah, and, and the it, wood you use, yeah, yeah it, man. It, it, you know, not I'm not to take it. anything away from what you have currently, but the wood burning smoker is what really because it for me when it gets cold, it's like I can sit and listen to that 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 fire crackle, yeah, I can boy. get real close to it to warm up, or I can open it up and and get a like a, a little video clip of the fire crackling and the mood. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's kind of what I did. I don't know if it was Christmas or the last one time I cooked during the winter. That firebox was burning good, and I just stood over oh, there yeah. by that firebox and I just got warm. Yeah. On yep. just putting my standing over there by that firebox, warming my body up while I was out there trying to do that turkey. Good. And see, man, and that's the thing about smoking because you start to matriculate. Like I say, I started with the hot dogs and the hamburgers, then the chicken. Then when I got my big grill, I said, okay, well, now, I'm, you know, I did some steaks. Now I'm about to do the ribs and the pork chops. And then, man, I tried to do a pork butt one time in that drum, but it didn't quite, it didn't pull out right. It was good, but it did, it wasn't that smoky, tender fall off the bone. And finally, so, I started, I got my offset smoker. And that's okay. when it, that's like you say, those smokers really do it. But that's why I brought you today, man. Uh, no, but this, I, is, this is what I'm saying, though. Like, hold on. I appreciate the smell from beginning to end. Like, from the time I start burning to the time I smell the meat, like, it's all good for me. Oh, like, good, I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's just like heaven for me. Yeah, and and, and low it's slow, and you get to sit out there and wait, and you just smell it grow. Yeah, it's. It, Oh, I love all of it. I love all of it. <laughs> but Dash, I brought you here. Thank you, Lance. Dash, I brought you here because the thing is, you know, I love my. You talked about that wood burning smoker, but that, yes, sir. That's but you don't. You can't start right there. Oh no 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 no! no, no. You you can't start there. That's a that's a matriculation. So man, what I want to talk talk about first is for beginners selecting the right grill for me. 
So okay. I, I, I'm just making it a hypothetical here. Let's say, because you know, usually I'm, I'm. Let's say I'm 30. Maybe I'm 25. Maybe I'm yes. just out of. I'm in. I'm. I'm in college, and I. Okay. I want to start grilling. What would you recommend that we start out with? So I'm. Um, I. I got a Weber kettle uh, within the last year, year and a half. And I actually, I've had it for longer, but I, I didn't. Let me let me start this over. Well, you start on command. You got about 3,000 grills over there, man. You even got a whole YouTube. You had a whole video about how many grills you own. That's why I selected you for this specific so topic. I, I'll be completely honest, and I will tell you, that I've cooked on a lot of different things, and I own almost 20 grills. You know, it's funny. I actually got rid of one of my grills today, the, the big square rectangular one um, that I used a lot. It, it rusted through, and I, I said, all right, you know what? I, I got to I gotta get rid of it because it's just in the way. But if I had to start somewhere, I would start on a Weber kettle, a 22-and-a-half-inch Weber kettle. And after – probably the last two years, year and a half to two years, like really hot and heavy, me using the Weber kettle. The Weber kettle is going to give you the most bang for your buck and the most versatility. And right. the wonder the Now, things, how much is that 22-inch, by the way, usually so run? So you can get a basic Weber kettle. It might be yeah. about $150. So that's the, that's the sticking point. Mm-hmm. And you can buy a knockoff kettle, but they're not going to last. You're going to burn through them. You're going to tear it up so whatever's going to happen will happen i'm telling you if you want to get get your start the best place for me bang for your buck everything that 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 you can do with it is going to be a 22 and a half inch weber kettle they do sell an 18 inch weber kettle and they sell one that's like a 26 inch weber kettle so that 18 inch would that be like for like if you got an apartment with a small balcony or something like that yes yes so i started out i cut my teeth when I when my wife and I first bought this uh, our house, she bought me or I bought and actually actually I think I was in Walmart or someplace and I, I found it on sale like half off and I was like yep, but that eighteen inch grill it was not it was never big enough, it mm-hmm. it, it it always like if it was me cooking a steak for my wife and myself yes, but it's one of those things you know I, I when people ask me well what kind of grill should I get I, I always say. Buy the biggest thing that you can afford, okay? Because you're going to grow into it, and then you could possibly outgrow it. So yeah. if you buy the cheapest one that you can just because you see that price point, that's not the way to do it at all. And and one of the other things, too, that, that people, uh, I won't say discount, but don't put into consideration or keep in consideration when it comes to the Weber kettles, there's so many different accessories out there for it. I would I would liken a Weber kettle to like a Jeep. You know, you can you can do almost anything to a Jeep. You can raise them up. You can put, you know, uh, whatever different axles on them and you can make them purpose built Jeeps and, and all of these things. But the Weber kettle is so versatile. There's so many different things and so many different accessories out there. Now, of course, it's one of those things where you buy the Weber kettle and then you get this accessory and that accessory and this accessory and that accessory. Now you spend three hundred dollars. Well, you probably spent five hundred dollars to be honest with you, mm-hmm. but the versatility and the things that you can do, it'll make it worth it. Especially if you use the grill, if you use it for purpose intended, so mm-hmm. you can cook hot and fast on it. I can I can use I have a rotisserie attachment for my for my uh, Weber kettle. I have a um, and now the the Weber the, the kettles now so you can buy a basic one they're about 100, 150 bucks. You can buy one that's like a deluxe, right? Yeah. And it comes with some extra accessories. And what they do is they have these uh, charcoal trays where they will allow you to modify your cooking zone. So you're not just mm-hmm. going to have like fire all at the bottom. You can kind of say, all right, well, I can put fire on one side or fire on another and then concentrate the charcoal so that you can have uh, like an indirect cook mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. uh, a lower and slower cook. Yeah. And uh, those mm-hmm. accessories, they sell accessories. Uh, the one that, that, that stands out is one that's called a slow and sear. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it puts the charcoal kind of off to one side of the grill. And then it actually has a trough where you can put some water in it. And uh, it, it having moisture in your cooker while you're cooking is, is a like it's a game changer. 
uh, as well. So if you don't cook with water or don't use water in your in your cookers while you're cooking with them, uh, that's something I highly recommend. It will it will it will change things up as well. Question: So what's the yeah. difference between um, using one of the Weber kettles and some people use those? Komodo ceramic cookers are the big green eggs. What's the difference right. between those? So one is made of metal and one is ceramic. That's the that's the main difference. Okay, the Weber kettle you can heat it up really quickly because it's metal and it'll take you know high heat and things like that. The ceramic grill it shines. To me, the ceramic grill it, it's one of those things. It's it's either hot and fast or it's low and slow. There isn't like a medium. The, the the Weber kettle, you can kind of tune it in and say, okay, I'm going to cook hot and fast on it, or I'm going to cook low and slow, or you know what, I'm going to allow extra extra air in, and I'm going to cook mm-hmm. kind of on a medium heat, or I can have multiple zones cooking. Yeah. So hot area on one side and a, on a cooler area on another. Uh, but but with the web with the, the like a big green egg, so I, I I own a big green egg. It like I I find. I, you know, and this is one of those things where if you if you see my YouTube channel, you know, I have like, I won't say my three favorite, but my three most used grills are on the side of my house where I cook for my family. I have a big green egg. I have a pellet cooker. I have a Traeger pellet cooker and I have the Weber kettle. Mm-hmm. I, I find that I use the Traeger more than I do for like basic multi-purpose things like things I would do in the oven. I'll just do them on a Traeger because I don't want to heat up the house or or, you know, if I'm trying to reduce some smells inside of the house. But as far as grilling and putting things to tat, you know, putting things to work, I'll use the Weber kettle. And then I kind of have to go a little bit above and beyond to use the big green egg. So out of 15 or 20 times I'm using the grills on the side of the house, you know, it'll be 15, 20 times I'm using the Traeger and or the Weber kettle. And then that, that like 21st or that 27th or that 35th time is when I'm using the the big green egg. I just don't. I don't use it as much. It it works very well, but for me, it's slow. And like if if it were my only cooker, then I probably would use it a lot more. But because just just like you said, uh, you touched on the fact that I have I I do own almost twenty different grills and smokers around my house. So mm-hmm. I, I have a variety of cookers and you know things to choose from. Yeah, so you so when you use those big green eggs, now you say they're probably for holidays, like if you're smoking a ham or something. Uh, so it's not necessarily oh, I won't say that it. cut and it's not necessarily that cut and dry. Again, it's 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 it's, it's almost like its own ecosystem. Like mm-hmm. the the big green egg folks love big green eggs, and they have their big green egg accessories. And the the big green egg accessories are just as bad as the Weber kettle stuff. And then the Traeger folks, though, who are, you know, again, I, 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 you know, I put it similar to like Apple, you know, iPhone and, and, and Android. Android okay? yeah. I, most people understand that and, you know, polarizing. OK, yeah. very or 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 um, Mac and PC. OK, mm-hmm. but because yeah. because I have a big green egg, because I have a Traeger pellet grill, because I have a Weber kettle and then because I have. Big big smokers that I can I can use with charcoal and wood or some that I use with all wood. I have a I have an open opinion or an open view on all of them or cooking on all of them. And it's not for nothing, but the the big green egg is just the one that I don't use as much because I find I can I can do the same thing with other cookers. So, all right. Well, man, I appreciate yeah, I, that. I, I, I actually had another question. Well, you know what, Lance? You're going to have to hold that question because we are coming right up on the break. And when we come back, we're going to get a question from Lance. And we're going to answer a few more questions with Dash before we get out of here. We'll see you on the other side of this break. What's so special about the Weber kettle that makes it the most popular outdoor cooker in America? The Weber people tell me it's virtually untouchable. What they mean is you put the food in and hardly touch it until it's time to take it out. That's because the unique dome shape reflects the heat evenly all around. Just like a kitchen oven, foods cook in their own juices, come out tender and moist. 
But something more happens. What is it that gives foods that virtually untouchable flavor? Not just steaks and burgers, but hams, turkeys, roasts, fish, vegetables, everything. Something happens, and it only seems to happen in a Weber cooker. Whatever it is, it's virtually untouchable. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, getting ready. Before we wrap up, Lance had a really good question that he was going to ask, and we're going to let Lance ask that question real quick. What you got for us, Lance? All right. Okay, so so my mama cooks, but she yes. always cooks on cast iron, right? And yeah. she knew one cast iron from the next. And since you have so many grills, yes. do you know how each one of them cooks? Because my mama That's knew how each, each one of them. And how do you know? Practice. There's okay. no, there's no, the, 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 I mean, I, so I talk about my different cookers and I don't say grill. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I, I call them cookers because some of them I can cook hot and fast on and grill. Some of them I can cook low and slow on and barbecue. So I don't call them grills or I don't call them smokers because the term is kind of interchangeable. So I call them yeah. cookers. Okay, that's what they're going to do. They're going to cook. Now, I use my cookers as tools. They are utilitarian things. So if you have a pickup truck, you know what you can do with your pickup truck, right? If you have a commuter vehicle, you, you know what you can do with that commuter vehicle. If you have a cargo van, you know, if you have a, uh, you know, a sports car, all right, you, 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 you picking up what I'm putting down? So yes. The, the whole thing is, you know what vehicle slash tool is going to accomplish the job, and that's how I treat my cookers. My cookers are all utilitarian things, and you know I give them names, and I they they each have personalities, right? And all jokes aside, but in the end, to me, they are tools. You know how you have a specific tool you bought it for that one thing. And you only use it for that one thing, and you know you have that that single use tool. Yeah, yeah, like, that's how I do some of my instruments, some of your keyboards, and, and yes. some, yeah. But you know, sometimes it's one of those. It, it it you can't do it right the way you want it done unless you use that one tool. And then other times, it's like you know, I heard a joke. It said, um, you you have if you carry a hammer, eventually everything starts looking like a nail. <laughs> all right yeah. and, and you know it, or if you have a hammer eventually everything starts looking like a nail you know and and that's kind of how i think with that weber kettle because i can cook almost anything on it or do anything on it yes sir but there are certain things that i know you know if i'm cooking higher volume or if i need a specific flavor i'm going to use a specific grill yeah and a quick follow-up question and a quick yes, follow-up question so my mom, my mom gave her cast iron skillets to my brother, and she bought new yes. cast iron skillets. And she looked me in my face and said, "These things will never cook the same." Do you feel that way about some of the ones you let go? Yes, I do. Um, <laughs> over over the over the years, I have definitely seen the decrease in quality of manufactured grills, and it's it's a simple thing, unfortunate as it may be. You know, the cost of materials is going up and the, the, the profits are going down. So how do you get more profits? You start cutting things out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it just just like when and people are willing to like buy this. those. Those low uh, one more time. As a, and then you got to think about it, and people are willing to buy certain reels at a certain price point. So, well. It, it's one of those things where back in the day you, you bought a grill and it lasted you forever. Yeah. Right. But now we live in a consumable society where things are expected to have an end of life so that they can make you purchase something else. Mm. So, you know, it will you have that one grill forever? No. Can you buy replacement parts for some of these grills that are coming out nowadays? No. And that is that's intentional. It's on purpose. Mm. Yeah, because I'm gonna be honest with you. I look at you know there was a, there was a, there was a grill company. I'm not gonna call its name, but it got bought out by a chain. But it was a smaller company, 
And when that grill company was a smaller company, you can see the quality. Those those originals from when that company was a smaller company. You talking about? Uh, well, Oklahoma I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, wow. I mean, I can't, but you know, I'm gonna say this. It seems like you know, because I can say this positive. It seems like the quality of I'm not gonna edit that. No, out. seems like that no quality seems went like, down, can... but Char Grillers quality went up. No, it's it's. Or maybe they're just making that. They just taking their name and put it on Oklahoma Joe like models. No, no, because I can tell you the older Oklahoma Joe cookers were better than the newer Oklahoma Joe cookers, Mm -hmm. and the older char griller cookers were worse than the newer char griller cookers. The whole thing is they 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 went they their quality of their char grillers went up after they bought Oklahoma Joe. But but the but the reason is this right. I can make, you know, let's say that the, the Oklahoma Joe costs you $400, $450, right? Mm-hmm. The old char grillers used to cost you $100. Mm-hmm. Now they're charging $200 for those for those char grillers. Now they're giving you a little bit more quality, but the whole thing is they're going to spend $400 or they're going to spend $200. Either way, I'm getting a profit. Yeah. So m- me making it a little, a slightly better product mm-hmm. to say, so those people who can afford that four hundred or five hundred dollar cooker mm-hmm. versus the people who want to spend a hundred dollars but there's nothing for them at a hundred dollars, they're gonna give them something a little bit better than the cheapest thing out there. And you know, that's that's a, you know what? what? I'll spend two hundred dollars on that. But that's the point I'm trying to make. Back in the day, those things were a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. But they were a hundred dollars worth of quality. Now they then bumped it up and stepped it up just just enough to make it appear to be worth $200 when in all actuality what I tell people is buy that Oklahoma Joe even though it's not the best because you're going to you're going to spend $200 two or three times before you realize that you should buy the $500 yeah that's that is true because I'm going to be and that's a hard lesson that that I don't care I don't care who you are or what you I I can but 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 you know one of those that's one of those things where you got to pay your dues and you have to to level up to that that more expensive cooker. Yeah, because that, that's kind of how it is with instruments, like, too, because I, I can tell like the difference I when like I bought a, a more oh, expensive Oh, well, that's instrument. good. I'm glad. Yeah, I truly feel like I got my questions answered right now. Yeah. Because well, yeah. when it started to where it went, I was like, yeah. So, yeah, because I, I even look at it, and I think, <laughs> I think it's did. about what you're looking for, too, because just to be honest, full disclosure, what I own, I own a grill. You probably haven't heard of it, but it looks if you it looks just like the Yoder electric smokers. It's a okay. Kingsford stockade. They were selling them at Home Depot like a year ago. Huh. But I think okay. I think what's happened is I think Academy is it outdoors, a pellet smoker or no? no it's a, it's an offset smoker, it's stick burn. Okay, but okay. I think what happened was Academy Outdoors probably I think they've just got a contract to do Kingsford exclusively with their grills okay. because you can't find Kingsford grills anymore. Anywhere, hmm. but there, but it's it's it was a very very thin metal, and it was the same price yeah. as the Oklahoma Joe. I'm be honest with you, but I didn't like yeah. how low, and I'm not even that tall. I didn't like how low that Oklahoma Joe was. Like it sat really okay. low, and it didn't have a warming rack. But with this mm. grill, I literally have 49 inches of cooking space. It's a Yoder. It's like if it, it's like you took a thin metal and copied the Yoder's body. And okay. it made it, if you took a Yoder pellet grill and you cut it off, you know how they have that square like frame, that kind of square looking frame, big, yeah. big chamber. And if you made yeah. that an offset, so I can literally put two pork butts and a whole brisket on there at the same okay. time. Or I could do three slabs of ribs and a, and a couple of ca- a couple of boxes of leg quarters or cases of chicken at one time. I can load that smoker up. And I can cook okay. on it all day, but you know, it like you say at three at three hundred and fifty dollars, I like that price point. So I was like, okay, I'm yep. willing to spend that on that, even though the metal is thin. I get a yep. lot of space, but you know, I I couldn't spend that seven eight hundred dollars on a quality big steel yes. thirty year smoker. Yep, but I tell you what, so I I you know I don't know if you saw I uh, I you know I I cheat. I'm using my computer here, so I did. I go out and look at that stockade. And I do remember somebody who has one 
Um, and I'm not going to name names or you know drop bombs, but I, I do remember this girl, and it, and it is it is uh, it is thinner, and it, it and it, the whole thing was it serves a purpose and it hit a price point. But here's mm-hmm. something that that people don't always think of: mm-hmm. you're learning the skills that you're going to take and use on your next purchase on your yeah. next grill, yeah. because. When that one dies, when that one, when you burn through it, when you yeah. outgrow it, you will take the skills that you learn from that that stockade, and you can transfer it to the next one. Yeah, because now so I'm even at the when, point. When, when, basically, people, when you get in the car, you don't jump in a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's true. You, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. need. You know, when you, the Civic, when you, you the Civic. <laughs> when you go racing, right? You go spec racing. You don't. You don't get in the in the F one car. Most people start with go karts or Miatas. Mm. If you want to go to the racing, yes, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but I'm you just know, saying, when you start driving, you don't you don't get no BMW. You get a Honda. Uh, yeah. You get a Honda. Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You got to crawl before you, you walk, man. If, if you bump it, yes. you, you you bruise it. It's all right. You yeah. gotta learn it. You gotta learn it. It's that a growing. So, or, yeah. But my dream now, man, is really to get if I can afford it because you know I I do like those big bayou smokers. If okay. I can get one of those old country barbecue pits, you know, maybe oh yeah, in a couple of years, man, okay. I'll be on. But it just depends, though. You know, maybe I'll start me a YouTube channel and I'll just say, hey, y'all want me to endorse your product. You know, because like I said, I not can, too many of guys that look like us out there. I'm like, it's a whole market out there of people of color you're not reaching. Why don't you just so, let me endorse your products and then, you know. <laughs> so I can I can tell you from experience that I won't say it doesn't matter as much, mm-hmm. but there's so much saturation out there mm-hmm. that folks aren't giving away grills like they used to. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the other things too. Well, the pandemic is, made everybody a content creator too. Uh, that that and uh, it's also about uh, location because if somebody's going to send you a grill and they got to spend money to send it to you, and they're spending money on the production of the grill, there's there's so many different factors. Like I know a few people who are in Texas, and you know, like a little startup or a smaller company. And they're like, oh, well, I'll have Ted go bring it to you. He'll, he's on his way. He'll be there in two hours, three hours. Mm-hmm. That is easier for something to happen. But for, for me to reach out to a company in Georgia and say, hey, I would love to endorse your product. I would love to talk about it. Here's why I think it would be a great thing. I can tell them all of that. And they'll say, well, what can you do for me? And I say, well, I can, I can, I can promote your product. I can show it off. Mm-hmm. I can show it in my business and how people can use it, and they, they will say, oh, you only have 20,000 subscribers. Oh, you only have 21,000 subscribers. And I've gotten that answer when I've when I've asked for things. And I'm like, listen, this is what I can do. This is what I have. This is my channel. Like, And, and it wasn't like when I was at 10,000 subscribers. It was at when I was 15,000 subscribers. Yeah. And the requirements, because the everything is leveling up, the requirements for someone to take you, you know, quote unquote, seriously, are much higher. The yeah. the, the bar has been raised. I did, I did see a guy get a grill last year, but it was like they gave him like I think Oklahoma Joe, but they gave him like their pellet grill. But that's probably yeah. only because they were trying to promote that grill, and, and that's yeah, exactly because yeah. they had never made a pellet grill before. Well, Oklahoma Joe had made a pellet grill. I'm saying before they gave it to them. That was last year. They oh, they hadn't really, okay. they weren't really known for their pellet grill. So I think they were trying to really promote it. And I definitely agree with that. Uh, it's it's one of those things where if someone cooks on a pellet grill and they see people cooking on a pellet grill, a, a company might go out and search for someone cooking on a pellet grill and they'll say, okay, well, let's see what they have if we like their their personality if we like you know all of those things hey maybe we can we can talk to them and see if we can send them one mm-hmm. and if he can use it because I, I like i said I, I i know a few folks that have gotten pellet grills and you know wood fire cookers and offset stuff and i, I just you name it um i i know folks so yeah you have and you've been in a minute but listen man this is what <laughs> we're gonna do 
we're going to wrap up with you, man. Before we no go, problem. I'm going to I'm going to spend about 3 I'm gonna, we're going our last segment is kind of we're going to go into overtime here. We're going to spend right. like 5 minutes and we Five haven't minutes, really talked a lot we, about we offset. We want to talk for another 15 20 minutes. We, we, but, we but see man, I really want to talk about that that um Maybe you know what I may even have to come back and talk about that. But man, before we go, we got um yeah, let's come back and we're gonna wrap up real quick, give the people some information, and I'm gonna do a quick edit right here and we're gonna come back with that information. This is it Man, now I know why you always saying it's the rim tip. I got something else for you. What? Them St. Louis Slam! Nah, my mouth already sang the song and we like the chorus. Where you think them real chips come from? I don't know, but ooh, I know where they going. Get your This Is It now. Order online for pickup or delivery. New stores opening in Union City and Douglasville. It's the real chips! And the St. Louis Slam! Sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we've been having so much fun. This is this has been great. This is you know what? Let me let me just tell you, this is this is actually my first podcast. So wow, I mean I've never yep I've never done podcasts and and I I have people that ask me, man, Dash, you should start a podcast, and I'm like, man, I don't got time for that. I'm like, you want a podcast? Watch watch my live stream or watch the video uh, on my YouTube channel. But I I don't know, man. You you, you've kind of you know got my uh, my my appetite wet. Because this is not, I can do a podcast and film a video and talk to whomever, and I can set it up and do the audio only, and I can set it up and do my video, which is what, you know, my bread and butter is. I just have to, and I know this, I just have to make sure I get a good, clean audio if I'm going to make it a podcast. Oh, yeah, man. That's that's why we do yeah. this. That's why well, also, I have a mic also, here. You, that's you, why you, you in Philly, right? Very strong. I, I live in Baltimore, but yeah, I'm oh, from yeah. Philadelphia. Hey. I'm just saying, I'll come to you and I'll go on your live stream as long as I get to eat. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you won't be disappointed, Lance. I haven't got a chance to eat yet, but ooh, I, it looks good. Let's go to you for the queue. <laughs> Most definitely. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I see what you did there, Lance, okay? I, he's like, look, I, I, I'll help you with the podcast. All, all you got to do is feed me. Yeah, yeah we got it. We good. We can make yeah. this work. Oh make yeah, we made a dream work. But yeah, teamwork man. So tell us a little bit work. about about your catering, by the way, because see, that's what Lance, Lance trying to get some of that right. catering. Tell us yeah. about how that came about and how's it going for you? How you liking it now? So I, I started talking earlier about how it took me quite a while to, to figure out how to get brisket right, which was the which was the catalyst, and the steel drum was the thing that that did it. Well, when you're cooking a 15-pound brisket, I can only eat so much. My kids can only eat so much. My wife was tired of me messing up and cooking and cooking and messing up and all those things. So I started taking food to my friends. And after a while, it got to be to the point where my friends would say, how much, wait, can I pay you to make one of these for me? And then that, that light bulb went off and I was like, wait, you'll you'll pay me to do this like you know i'm just having fun like cooking food and you, you gonna put money in my pocket the the hustler in me was like bird man hand rub okay <laughs> and and uh it, it didn't it didn't take very long for me to figure out that i could capitalize and make some extra money uh so i did make some extra money and it was just a word of mouth thing you know my coworkers at work my, my close friends, you know, uh, other friends on Facebook and things like that. And then it got to be to the point where I went and I spoke to someone who I saw on social media and on Instagram and had a following. And I gave her some of my food and she talked about it. And that was the the the, the catalyst that, that, that just popped off. And I was selling my food via the trunk of my car. So I was selling, I was, yeah. I was I was doing you know door to door delivery. Almost like the church barbecue place. You oh man, look <laughs> the, the platters after church. That yeah. was me. I used to sell barbecue in the parking lot at my kids' school after school. Mm-hmm. Like so, I, but I used to I would deliver the food. Okay, and mm-hmm. and my my jumping off point was Instagram. So I would post pictures on Instagram, 
and I would post a picture in the morning. So, so you know, I'd get folks thinking about what they were going to have for lunch. And then I would post pictures about lunchtime, trying to get folks to figure out what they were going to have for dinner. And then on my way from my kids' school, I would post pictures. While I was sitting at home doing whatever during the day, I'd post pictures. And then on my way to my kids' school, I would post pictures so that I would get some some bites so people would uh, place orders for dinner. And then it got to be to the point where, all right, I'm having a party. Can can I can I get you to make me a whole brisket? Can I get you to make me two or three racks of ribs? And then in the beginning, I was like, nah, that's not really – I just kind of do the delivery thing. But then I was like, why am I telling folks no? And the catering became a bigger aspect of my business than the deliveries because the catering is more money and less hassle, period. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, man, dope. But I'm, I'm glad your business really grew like that, man. Oh, yeah. You never know. One day some of these guys, I think I think that's how a lot of people get their starts. They start cooking and people just start loving your food so much. They say, yes. open up a restaurant. But And how is the I know the pandemic has hit you, but have you still oh, been yeah. able to been able to do some things? I have been cooking. Uh, I've, I've been moving in silence like the G and lasagna, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those things where, I, just like I was saying, I, I, I still want to make sure I hone my skills. I'm not cooking as much because people can't have parties to the same capacity. But I am still cooking where I would do a, a to me, and, and I'll, I'll give you a dollar amount, a 500 to a $600 event. Uh, once, maybe twice a month on a good month, I'm now doing a $200 event once every month and a half. Mm-hmm. But I'll have, you know, some smaller event, events. Maybe a birthday or, party or something. Uh, yep. Something like that. Yep. A work dinner where we just, we need you place pre-made and, and, and so that they a, can't sort and sort it out so we can just hand them all. No germs, well, COVID free, you know, I don't, stuff like that. I don't do much of the like meal prep or pre planned stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I cook, you know, my, my bread and butter is the protein. Mm-hmm. So I'll cook the chicken, I'll cook the brisket, I'll cook the, the pork, mm-hmm. I'll cook the ribs, I'll cook wings, I'll cook salmon, I'll cook lamb. Okay. So you're pure Ooh. meat, just the meat. Ooh. We're going we to have to talk about that salmon, though. We're going to have to talk about that salmon. Yeah, protein. y'all going to have to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That salmon, that salmon is going to be another whole... Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> whole hey, man, this, like, this is just yeah, his first time, The barbecue time, and the fish, though, the, the barbecue and the fish, though, is something different. Like, All right, have can, so look, how, about, how about this? How about this? How about I come and, you know, I can talk to you guys again? I, I, this yeah. was fun. Like seriously, yeah. That's I what know I Lance, we're gonna do this again. Lance, this is your. This has been your introduction to me and and Brent. You know, he's been watching me for a while. I have a catalog of probably five or six years of barbecue related content on YouTube. And if Great you, plug. <laughs> oh, just plug that before we get out of here, man. All right. So my my YouTube channel, I can be found. And one of the best places to find me is going to be uh, www.youtube.com and it's forward slash S-D-S-B-B-Q-S. So that's forward slash S is in Sam. Oh man, I'm not spelling it out. <laughs> but S-D-S-B-B-Q-S. All right. S-D-S-B-B-Q's plural. All right. And the whole thing is you have a question. I've probably answered it. And my barbecue transition has gone from me trying to help a friend impress his father-in-law and I was trying to give him some pointers on how to cook to me now talking a lot about how I do things or what I do with my business. So my YouTube channel has progressed along with my journey from cooking backyard barbecue for my family and my friends to cooking multiple hundred person events. You have a, you even have a Patreon yeah. or something, don't you? Even, you I do have a, I, I do have a Patreon. So my Patreon is, uh, you, you caught me off guard here. I got to look it up, but I am SDSBBQ on Patreon. Mm-hmm. So almost all or almost everything you can find me. If you do a search for SDS and the SDS stands for steel drum smokers, barbecue, or if you search out search or, or look for the entire name, steel drum smokers barbecue you should or could find me i've recently changed my name on youtube so it's not just sds bbq 
Um, I, I now, I, I, I won't say I go by, but I've kind of changed the moniker so that when people look at the channel, they know what the, they're going to get. And and I I called it Barbecue Catering Info by, by SDS BBQ because I wanted to keep the, not heritage, but what that brand recognition of the SDS BBQ, but now kind of talk and transition into the fact that I'm talking more about well, catering and information of catering. You know, you also could be, you could have created a whole playlist or just titled that. Maybe. So the playlists really yeah. don't do all that well. They don't? Um, because someone, no, nah, because someone has to, like, they have to stumble upon a video in the playlist and get sucked into the playlist in order to stay in the playlist. So they can see, now, yeah, because some people going to want to see your old tutorials and stuff, so. Yes. Yeah. So, but the thing is, and this is one of those things where, like, like you, you would say, there's the callback, right? You ever hear me talk about in the video where I'm like, hey, remember when I did and I point up to the screen yeah. here? I can put those cards to say, and I won't put in the card for a single video. I'll put in the card for a playlist. Mm-hmm. And that's how I get people sucked into those playlists sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I'm it, saying, because we want, because there are going to be a, some people that discover you today. And we, right. we're going to want to learn okay. how to do this. And stuff, I would man. also like to say that Brent will put the exact information into the Spotify in the. And yeah, the, and the Apple, iTunes it's, and the it's, Apple Music, the it's RSS. It's a clickable link. It's a clickable right. link, and it well, will lead straight to where y'all need to go. I appreciate but that. Share it with your friends, y'all. Whoever's but, listening. But here's here's the thing. Don't just don't just come and be a voyeur. You know, come and 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 introduce yourself. Get comfortable and and tell them tell me that you found me through Brent and Lance because. If, if you know, it's like the, if a, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's around, how do you know it makes a sound? Yeah. yeah. And right. if you and if you wind up hearing our podcast and loving it, we want you to subscribe to us Definitely. on iTunes, on Stitcher, on uh, on um, what else are we on? We're on Spotify. So uh, make sure that you subscribe to us yes. and leave us a five star review. On that iTunes, because if you don't, you you really man, you a hater, bro, and we ain't trying to even deal with you like that. We no, we, we just playing. We love you. Come come on back. <laughs> but seriously, man, show us some love. Show my man Dash some love. We're gonna Please. be coming back to you. This will not be his last time on the show. All right. We're always gonna plug oh, his man, channel see, when I, he I comes out with his barbecue rub signature barbecue rub that he's probably thinking about working on. Guess who's nope. gonna plug that barbecue rub? Not my, yes, not my thing. I, nope, <laughs> not my thing. Whatever I stay in my lane, man. With, though, I do the cooking. You gonna come out with catering. something, bro? You gonna come out with something one day? I know. I'm plug it, you, bro. I'm just letting. I, well, you I appreciate that. We are Definitely. going to love you. But listen, man, that's all the time we've had. We've kept Mr. Dash all too long, man. We really, really appreciate you for stopping by. Go go subscribe to his YouTube channel. All the links to him, where you can find him are in the comments. Please go support his business. Ventures. Again, that's go support YouTube.com yes. forward slash SDSBBQS. When you see a video, make sure you come in and say, hey, you found me from, from Brent and Lance. Uh, from the uh, wrestling with the culture, <laughs> and, and I would like to say we do appreciate you, Doug. Hey, and I appreciate your appreciation, man. It's not a thing. Yeah, man, definitely. But listen, y'all, we loved our time here, but we got to go. Please, um, the the CDC guidelines have changed, but um, go get your shots if you need to get your shots. You want to go back outside? We want to see. And you if you're in Ohio, you can get a million. <laughs> wait a minute they got wait a minute what, what's this million you talking about bro all right so the governor of ohio said that he was giving out five one million dollar prizes randomly to people who get vaccinated i stay hey, on my man, news. let me move let me change my residence real quick <laughs> But anyway, I'm man, sure. let's get out of here, bro. He'll be sleeping with the keyboard. It's gonna, man, it's gonna be I nice. gotta get up at five in the morning, man. Let's get out of here, man. We're gonna talk, we're gonna talk more, and we're gonna have a group text, man. But we gotta get out of here, man. Peace out, audience. Take right. care now. Yes, indeed. Thank you.
Lance, give him the peace. You always do it, bro. Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry. Holla at y'all. See y'all later. Georgia. Keep watching. Keep taking care of yourself. Let's do it. Georgia. We on the grind. Georgia. All the time. It ain't nothing on my mind, but. Georgia. We ain't playing with you. We on the grind. Georgia. All the time. It ain't nothing on my mind, but. Georgia. We ain't playing with you. Country name, country slang. Be